0: Good morning, everyone. My name is Brian, and today is Friday, January 19th, 2024, and this is episode 615 of the LOTS Project Podcast. And this t- it's titled just it's just weak and fragile man. Maybe I'm talking about my brain this morning, but no, uh, I'm going to be chatting about finding beauty in everything around you. Uh, more examples of weak and fragile systems all around us, taking knowledge to a new level for personal, financial, and professional growth, and a little bit more. So why don't we settle in? Let's check in with Coffee Crew hanging out in the chat already. Quite a busy before the show even started so i appreciate you guys hanging out and uh, chatting let's grab a cup of coffee and hang out for an hour or so good morning good morning good morning what do we got going on man these guys have been rolling early early good morning pip thanks for swinging in pickle pete driving across the country uh experiencing that midwest winter and how fun uh, that can be jim hanging out down there in florida gingerbread thanks for swinging in rewilder life good morning you got to sleep in this morning i uh i missed my wake-up call for some reason i think my phone was doing an update or something right when i was supposed to get up and change the stove and i woke up this morning when uh, my alarm went off to get up to do the show and the stove was out so that was great thank you corey for getting that going this morning and making sure everything got going again ah man See who else. Back with Butcher. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning, Hunter. Hanging out on Twitch. Keeping it going over there. And Haas, thanks for swinging in. Um. (laughs) Pickle Pete's getting a lot of lizards. Hanging out. (laughs) Biggle <laughs> pete's Biggle pete's got uh got lot lizards trying to give keep him warm he was uh, in a zero degree sleeping bag and she could see him shivering and thought she would cuddle up <laughs> morning gingerbread <laughs> i'm the only one sober this morning I'm sober. I'm stone cold sober this morning. I just rolled out of bed like uh, an hour ago. So it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, <laughs> Backwoods had a cookie last night and watched Buzz Lightyear. Is Buzz Lightyear a movie or did you watch Toy Story? Toy Story. I don't know. I saw the first one. I think there's like seven of them now. Jim's sober. Jim sober. That's good. Backwoods is mostly sober. I'm guessing. Uh, I'm guessing Rachel's sober. If she slept until four, she hasn't hit the sauce too much. No, I'm just joking. Uh, uh, Rachel, I I apologize for that. Um. Anyway. Anyway. What's in the cup this morning? I uh, I ran through a half. Um. I ran through a half bag of a half pound bag of light peruvian finished it finished it up yesterday um and this morning and wanted another french press Jesus I can't even think straight this morning pretty well their life says always sober here no judgment nice 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 um I uh So I finished up the half pound of light Peruvian and I wanted another, another cup yesterday. I was feeling like crap. Like yesterday, I don't know if it was a weather system moving in, what it was. I thought I was getting sick again, which was, um, uh, Jim says, sounds like I'm half in the bag. I just, I mean, I don't think I've woke up yet. Like I swear to God guys, nothing, nothing this morning for sure um but yesterday i i had this headache that was just it wasn't quite migraine level uh like like uh nauseating level but it was it was pretty bad uh popped some advil which i don't do very often at all and i wanted another cup of coffee because i was gonna have to make a treacherous trip out to get some uh get some more firewood so uh so yeah, I, I dug into the cabinet, I I needed a fresh bag, and I was poking around and I was like, I think for some reason I thought I had more coffee up in the cabinet. Uh, I wasn't out. I'm not out. Don't worry. There's plenty still there and uh, order is is inbound. So I'm good. I'm not going to run out. Don't worry for me, guys. But I, uh, I dug up in there a little bit and one pound of coffee had fallen off to the side. And... Um, I uh, I dug around in there and I found a bag of GSD. I was so excited. I was pretty down to uh, some hectar. I had some hectar and some more light Peruvian. I was uh, I was gonna have to choose between the two things I had had before, and I like to have like a three bag rotation, maybe four, uh, but three bag nonetheless. And I found a, a bag of GSD. So score on that. I I, uh, I I made that up yesterday and have more today. So. Give me about two minutes and I am going to be bouncing off the walls. Morning MSU rifle. How are we doing? Hi, Jesus. <laughs> oh man, man. The coffee is good this morning, guys. Gingerbread says he's got six pounds GSD on the way. He's going to be bouncing off the walls too. He will be bouncing off the walls. Um. Anyway, anyway, let's get to it. Got uh Jim, Jim, Jim says a three bag rotation. Sounds like the name of a band. I was thinking the name of, um, of, a of a, uh, yeah, I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to go there. Uh, <laughs> everybody join C4. Everybody joins C4. Wait, um. Uh... Join, join the membership tiers down in the coffee club, uh, here for the live stream in the morning and then join C4. (laughs) No, join C4, man. If you want, if you want fantastic coffee at an awesome price, I I highly, I highly, I highly recommend it. Gingerbread says he was thinking porn and I was too. The three bag rotation, but, uh. (laughs) uh what is on the list today to talk about this is just gonna go sideways real quick if i don't uh, get it back on the rails um i wanted to talk first thing daily stoic daily stoic daily stoic uh passage from yesterday uh it really kind of it hit home again weird uh i i think i think there may be a lot of um a lot of residual thoughts and um, things I've picked up over the years, and just and just different philosophies. Like I mentioned at one point, um, I saw a lot of um, a lot of parallels with the Serenity Prayer, with um, with like twelve-step programs and things like that. Uh, I've just been seeing all these all these very familiar thoughts um, coming out of Stoicism. And so it, it, I think it's just, I think it, it, it's been picked over, um, and this isn't a bad thing. I think it's been picked and used uh, at will throughout history in different, in different philosophies. So as you start reading other things, I think a lot of it ties back into this original, original thought. Um, but yesterday, they, it was talking about finding beauty in everything. Finding beauty all around. Um, where's the t-shirt? Which is the t-shirt, Jim? Uh, I live in a gutter. <laughs> uh, but they were talking about finding beauty in everything, uh, even in the ugly. And I think it's something that I've been trying to do and trying to work on. Uh trying to with this cold snap, it's been hard. It's been really, really hard. Um, it's been hard staying positive. I tried to, uh, I, I tried to just roll with it. I tried to say it is what it is um, and, and make the best of it. I've had some breakdown moments for sure. Uh, dealing with these three dogs dealing with going with no running water and uh, being cold and the outside mess that we've left. Like there's a lot, it's a lot of heavy shit to deal with. I'm trying I'm trying I'm making an effort I think as we get through this hard patch it'll it'll get easier to really to really um to go with the flow more I guess um gingerbread Sarum says 12 12step programs don't work five percent I didn't say they worked or not I was just saying I saw similarities in the serenity prayer to a uh, passage in the daily Stoic that's all I was saying. I, I am not continuing to go to twelve step programs, and I went um, and I went to several different uh, different varieties over the years. Let's just say, I just know the Serenity Prayer, and it, it really fit one of the passages. So, not pro or con twelve step program. You do what you got to do to make yourself healthy. But anyway, um, finding beauty in everything was yesterday's topic, and I. I'm trying to be intentional in that. I'm trying to at least once or twice a day, find something that I wouldn't necessarily look at and go, wow, you know, like that, the stunning sunset or sunrise or like snow falling off the trees, when it's quiet, things like that, Um, (laughs) things like that, it's easy to go, Oh my God, that's beautiful or a flower or, or, or my wife or whatever but I'm intentionally trying to seek out things during the day that I can find beauty in that don't necessarily, I'm not looking, I'm not seeking out the ugly to try and find beauty, but just looking in unexpected places. And I think it's a good challenge. I think it's a good goal to do. Um, And it made me think of two things as I was reading it. So I, I I kind of, um, I kind of, really sat and thought about it while I finished some coffee and one and two things popped to mind one was a guy that I follow over on Noster I talked to him I talked about him I, I told this story on here before but um lives in Venezuela he's a he's a photographer he's been able to um uh, he's been able to start to support himself and stay in Venezuela when all his family had to leave because of the economic conditions there. And just the, the general just shit show that Venezuela is, but, um, Malos 10 over on Noster. If you don't follow him and you're now Noster, please check him out. But he, um, he's a photographer and he is really finding the beautiful in a shitty situation. His family's gone. He's the only one that got to stay. He's, um, he's uh he's he's just hat he seems happy he seems happy and when you look at his ph- photography and hear him describe it it um it definitely it definitely makes me feel like he's finding the beauty in everything so that was the first thing i thought about the second thing i thought about uh was a movie we watched just recently and uh, it just really just popped into my head uh, we were watching American Beauty the other day. If you like, um, if you like American Beauty, uh, fantastic. If you don't know what American Beauty is, if you've never seen it or you don't like it, um, shame on you. You should watch it. It's a great movie, and uh, you sh- you have to like it. <laughs> but anyway, there is a there is a moment in there. So if you don't know the movie at all, the there's this kid that lives next to that's two. It's a family uh and then the the, these people move in next door and the the sun next door i mean there's a lot of deep shit in the movie but for the purpose of this discussion the kid films everything records everything on a on a camcorder and the particular scene i was thinking about was the girl um that he lives next door to was looking at some of the stuff that uh that he had recorded and he said you want to see the most beautiful thing i ever recorded And uh, Pip says the picture of the bird. Yeah. And she's like, yeah. And so he shows her a video of a dead bird. And she's like, why would you why would you film a dead bird? And he says, because it's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And in the movie, it just kind of passes by. The next scene comes along. And but for some reason, when I was reading that passage yesterday and I was sitting down contemplating it, I was like, you know, it like it really was in his moment in that in that moment. That was the most beautiful thing. That was the most beautiful thing. Uh Hunter says, Is that the rosebed chick on the cover? Yes, that is the rosebed chick on the cover. Kevin Spacey. Um Kevin Spacey, yeah. That's it's a good movie. Um Jim says he doesn't think he's ever heard anyone say anything negative about a twelve step program. <laughs> And James says, just a bunch of cheesy taglines. Jim, the only step that works is the 13th, to find another addiction. <laughs> or, as Brian says, take some LSD. Not me. scramble um, Scrambling. <laughs> um, yeah, you can go and uh, I think, Brian, did you, uh, I don't know if you can chime in as you're driving, but did you guys talk about... Uh, do you guys talk about Bill W and 12 step, uh, on the, the goose or the after party addiction episode it might be something that people want to check out if they're interested. Um, gingerbread says, is that the one where he filmed the shopping bag in the wind? Yes. Yes. That is exactly the, the, the movie that, uh, I'm talking about, but he filmed the dead bird. Oh no. He might've said that the bag was the most beautiful thing you've ever seen. Uh, but the, but he was talking about the bird that he, um, he, um, He's talking about the bird that it was that he filmed it because it was beautiful, but it was just a dead dove, uh, I believe. So that just popped into my head when uh, finding beauty in unexpected places. And I'm just going to try to intentionally do that. I was, uh, I was definitely going to try to do that. Um, Pickle Pete weighs in on the 12 step program. Hunter says we should have a watch party. We should, maybe we should have a watch party at some point for American beauty. Uh, I got some fucked up movies if you guys want to watch some fucked up movies that I, I really enjoy um, that I don't know if anybody, anybody else was. Um, Pickle Pete on the 12 step program says the whole thing is based on a fraud that Bill W and his buddies were doing all doing acid with the Harvard guys, but they failed to tell anybody that's how they actually got off alcohol. So they're all raging alcoholics. They did a bunch of fucking acid. To quit drinking, and um, probably during some of the acid trips, they came up with the whole twelve-step program, but failed to uh, failed to let people know that the first step was to drop acid. <laughs> um, Backwoods says, "Oh my god, can we do movie watch alone can we do movie watch-alongs? Sure. Why not? Um, we have plenty of... <coughs> we have... Um... <laughs> we have plenty of options to that. We could do it on Telegram. We could do all sorts of shit. I don't know. We can figure it out. We can figure it out. Uh Pickle Pete says 12 steps are about as effective as COVID shot. I don't know, man. Like, it is what it is. It really is. I mean, if you go in... If you go into it, I think I think it really you have to be the person that's going to quit. I don't think 12 steps is going to make someone that can't quit drinking, quit drinking. It's not a magic. It's not a magic, um, magic thing that just happens. I think if with or without 12 step program, the person that's going to quit is going to quit. And the person that's not is going to not. I think it's just a. I think it's probably a playbook for someone that's that's going to be able to not do whatever they're trying not to do if that if that makes sense Hmm. I don't know I don't know (laughs) Uh, anyway anyway so that was the daily stoic I'm really enjoying the book guys you should pick it up you should try it uh show of hands Show of hands uh in the comments if you have the Daily Stoic, if you've been reading it, um, uh, and if you have read it, read it. Pickle P says Clockwork Orange. I like Clockwork Orange. I'm a big fan of Memento, uh, American Beauty, The Virgin Suicides, um Otis. You guys want to watch a good movie? Let's watch Otis. Um, hunter says in a relapse is expected in twelve step. man yes the other day you guys got me fired up about uh ethanol and um and now you got me fired up about 12 step <laughs> jim says same with clinics they say you have to hit rock bottom and really want to quit is that true or more bullshit i mean rock bottom is a term that people use to make people think it can't get any worse but man it can get worse if you're upright and you're breathing it can get worse you could be fucking dead so I don't think anybody's really ever hit rock bottom I think rock bottom is when you fucking don't get up the next day ethanol is addictive or is that a lie too ethanol is addictive you guys shove it into your gas hole all the time you love the cheaper gas. <laughs> oh, but um, yeah, daily stoic. Check it out. Check it out. Um, so let's get on to it. Let's get on to it. Yesterday I had—I um, don't want to call it an epiphany. Uh, I knew this was the fact. I, I think it's. I think we all know the fact that um, we kind of have to. We kind of have to um, prepare to take care of ourselves. I think all of us, all of us understand the concept of being prepared, being preppers. I think we all come out of that space. I hope we all come out of that space. I hope we all uh, have a little bit of self reliance, a little bit of I got to take care of myself attitude. But yesterday, I was. Um, I was talking to a couple of people. i was I was browsing the Facebook, the local Facebook groups. I was uh, out on the roads. I made a trip out to get firewood, like I said. Um, i I am blown away by how weak and fragile the infrastructure infrastructure systems here in Tennessee are and it's not just in Tennessee it's not just in Tennessee we talked about an example of the other day about uh Alberta um almost running out of power when the when the cold weather hit up there holy shit guys it got cold in fucking Alberta shocker like oh my god how did that ever happen it got cold in Alberta and we're not prepared to have enough electricity so you better fucking be able to make your own or be able to live without it. Um, so I was kind of, I wasn't surprised by that, but it was just another blip on the radar. Uh, then I had somebody telling me about the Pacific Northwest and the the brownouts or the, the rolling power outages when it gets cold there. <laughs> Rewilder, <laughs> I thought I, <laughs> I was going to say how weak and fragile people were. Um, <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's going to be another day. Maybe that's going to be another day. Mentally, mentally weak and fragile. Uh, <laughs> so you got the Pacific Northwest that when it gets cold, they have uh, rolling power outages. You got California. That's just a fucking mess as Haas knows um, the, the brownouts in California in the heat, in the cold. Uh, and then let's move to Tennessee. Let's move to Tennessee. We got eight inches of snow right now. We got probably it's melted down. There's probably like uh, two inches left. Maybe, maybe Um, it's uh, it wasn't a bad storm by any means. Like even for even for a place that doesn't get snow very often, even for a place it could have been the worst storm in five years and it wasn't that bad. It got cold after, like I'm saying this, I'm living in a travel trailer with a a wood stove that's uh, 13 inches cubed. Uh, We haven't turned on our propane heat, like this isn't, like Corey has electric heater yet, this isn't a horrible uh, blizzard, storm, Armageddon, day after tomorrow situation here. And the fucking place is falling apart. I got notice... Uh, in these Facebook groups, so I mean, I joined all the local Facebook groups, uh, just to kind of find side work, uh, make connections, uh, get things, uh, get things kind of, um, get familiar with the area, what's going on, uh, and keep in the loop with with where uh, where the pizza guy is, basically, uh, but I see all the other shit that goes on in there. TVA, Tennessee Valley Authority. Uh, over the cold snap, and I'm guessing again in this upcoming cold snap, is urging customers to voluntarily. Um, voluntarily, I don't want to stay in Quartzsite. You've told me about quartzite every fucking day for a week, dude. Um, that is not my deal. I don't want to be with all those people. That's the furthest thing from what I want to do. If I was going to go to Arizona, I would go park out in the desert by myself. Um, very much by myself. And I don't need to pay $180 to do that. Um, but. (laughs) Every wilder life says pizza, that is, I mean, that was one of why I joined one of the local groups, (laughs) but they're, they're asking residents to restrict their power usage because we're almost out of power. We're almost out of power. Doesn't Doesn't the fucking TVA use a hydroelectric power? Did the river stop flowing because the fucking temperature went down? Oh, everybody's using their everybody's using their um everybody's using their uh space heaters. Boo. Whatever. Fuck that. Um why why when the people need to use the electricity most because if they don't have it they'll fucking die? Why are we asking them to re- voluntarily restrict usage so they don't run out? It's not negative 20 degrees here. It's not three feet of snow. It's not horrible conditions by any means. Just this little blip on the radar with the temperature and the shit goes sideways. That's just one example. The other examples were... I started getting messages in all these groups popping up about water. Our tanks are empty. Everybody's using too much water. Stop using so much water. Stop using so much water is what they said. Oh my God, there must be a lot of broken pipes. Please go inspect your yard for broken pipes and leaks. Look at your meter to make sure it's not running because our tanks are running out. Why? Why? One cold snap, one system failure and every town uh, within 10 miles of here is out of fucking water. Boil water lo- war- warnings. Our tanks are gone. Our pressure is gone. Our water sucks. Man. Eight inches of snow and a couple days of cold. That's all it takes. You know what else is gone? The gas down at the gas station in town. No gas. Well, they have eth- Jim, they have ethanol free 87. They're out of regular gasoline. They're right out of regular 87 octane gasoline. I went, I stopped there uh, looking for some kitty litter or some grit to take with me on my trip because I'm responsible for myself and I wanted to be able to make sure I got out of where I was going. And. They didn't have any, of course. And I saw that their their one uh, side of their pump, their one side of their one pump was, um, uh, they said the one side of their pump is, was bagged off. And I asked the owner, I said, hey, are you out of gas or is that broken? Because I'd be happy to fix it for you if it's broken. I know it's cold. I know uh, people need gas because they've been stuck in their house. They might be running a generator. They might be doing this. They need, need some gasoline. I don't prefer that they use the ethanol blend 87, but Hey, um, you know, through force of nature, people are having to, um, having to uh, use non ethanol. So that kind of makes me smile a little bit. MSU rifle says only 10% of TVA power is on hydro. Okay, cool. Cool. I don't know. I don't know. You, you would think that, uh, eight inches of snow and, um, these temperatures wouldn't put a power restriction on people when they need it most. It's just my point. I, I didn't, didn't dive into the the where the power comes from. But anyway, I asked her. I said, "Hey, is your pump broken cuz I'll fix it for you so people can get gas or is it uh are you out of gas?" She says, "We're out." I said, "When do you think you're going to get it back in?" I didn't need it. I got uh I got plenty for me. Um even as a nomad, even as a minimalist, even as traveling around, I have fucking gas for myself. I have propane. I'm not out yet. Um and she says, we don't know. We don't know when the truck will be able to get here. couple days. couple days they're out. Um, you know the grocery stores are three days out if the trucks can't get to the grocery stores. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. What do you do? What do you do? Uh, I see all the time. Are there rolling blackouts here? Our power has been going off and on. Like with our solar, with our batteries, with our generator, with our shore power. I don't even know if we'd notice if the power went out. Other than the fact if it did and uh, we didn't notice, our batteries would drain. (laughs) So how weak is the system? How weak are the infrastructure systems? How weak is the electrical grid? How weak is the supply chain for gasoline and food? how how weak is the the water the water infrastructure in this area and it's not just here i mean like i said it's been all week all month all year after year it got cold oh we're going to run out of power the grid's going to go down texas last year 2 years ago whenever that happened start taking care of yourself guys it's not getting better not getting better at all You would think as this stuff happens, they would figure out how to make it better. I had a friend tell me yesterday, it's to keep the people in the panic. It's to keep the people on edge, barely above surviving. Keep them irritated and worried. The TVA, he said the TVA has plenty of power. It's a mind control game. They could produce more if they needed they could let more flow if they needed. And I don't know if this is true. I don't know. I don't know. Why when it's 8 degrees for a couple of days you get some snow and XYZ town is running out of water in their tanks? Why haven't they added more tanks? Why haven't they added more water collection or a different system? Why this isn't the first time it's happened? You can't tell me that this is the first time. That every town around here is is experienced high water usage from a, a cold snap that pipe that snaps some pipes. Why hasn't this been rectified? I'm pretty sure they take tax dollars. Oh, and by the way, I found out yesterday that the mayor of the town I'm staying in got arrested for assault on Saturday. Somebody put him on blast in one of the local Facebook groups and put his uh, his intake uh, his intake photo and charges and things on the facebook page and i was like what wait what <laughs> it's it's insane around here there is a huge feud in this town there is definitely a huge feud in this town um and it's funny to watch guys it really i i uh, i don't have a dog in the fight uh but man it is funny to watch these guys go back and forth and i understand and i understand and i see the um I see what's going on and it's, it's, it's rather humorous and growing up in a small town and dealing with it and seeing it before. Um, uh, and then when we were living on our farm, we tried to stay away from, uh, we, we, we stayed away from the towny stuff. And then being here and, and diving into the local Facebook groups, it's been like, It's, it's humorous on a daily basis. I'm laughing at something and sending Corey or yelling to Corey or sending her a message on something that's just fucking hilarious in these groups. MSU Rifle says, I was stuck in San Diego from Monday through Thursday. Could not fly home. Understand snow Monday. But after that, um, he said the airport was out of de-icer and fuel. (coughs) Dude, it's getting shitty, guys. It's getting shitty. Uh... (laughs) Oh, so that's that. Oh, and the other thing is... The other thing is... How... MSU Rifle, you're here. You're here in Tennessee... How often does it snow um, enough to have accumulation and then be cold for a couple days to where there's shit on the roads? Once a year, once every other year. How the fuck can they not figure out how to get snow off the road? We're four days after a uh, four days after an eight inch snowstorm. And I was out on the roads yesterday. Our road out in front. There was a lot of roads clear, and I think it was just by natural, um, natural heating from the sun, the sunny day on Wednesday. But they have no way to clear any of the roads, I don't think, here in Tennessee. I don't know. Um, the best road that I traveled on was maintained. I was told it was maintained by a neighborhood, by a neighborhood neighbor that had a tractor with a grader on it. And the road was absolutely spotless. What do we say privatized roads have uh, have covenants that it was, it seemed to be working in Texas. Also when I was down in Texas, driving uh, the back roads through the ranches, uh, they take care of their own roads and maintain their own roads. And the ones that uh, the ones that did it were probably the nicest roads around. MSU rifle says once every year or two, well, it might be, it might be, it might be beneficial to take some of those tax dollars and maybe buy a fucking snowplow or a sander or a salter. I don't know. I don't think salt goes bad or sand goes bad. You can pile it up. You can use it this year if it snows or maybe maybe next year. You don't have to keep the equipment on the vehicles all year round. Um, you can put them on and use them when they need them. <sighs> Dixon says because they do one in 10, one in 50, one in 100 preparedness. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know the, the, the best road I drove on yesterday was maintained by a private citizen. That's all I had to say, <laughs> uh, made it out to Jamie's maybe made it out to Jamie's and, uh, and grabbed some wood, uh, Clifford, our big red truck did absolutely great. We had no issues. I did get a little bit stuck at Jamie's trying to get out, but, uh, basically cause I got stuck in a soft rut with uh, a soft rut. Uh, with a little bit of a hill and just sheer ice, but was able to uh, easily get out of it, um, no problem. Um, MSU Rifle says it's good now. 20 to 25 years ago, I bet the small town in Connecticut I grew up in had more plows than the state of Tennessee. Yeah, I mean, I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, obviously, obviously it happens. So basically you get eight inches of snow and your, and your, your, your whole state is shut down for a week. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, trip out. Got, uh, got firewood. I, um, I wanted to go, I uh, didn't have to go. Uh, I needed to go if we wanted to run the wood stove, uh, through the next super cold days. We had, um, we had f- some firewood. It was, uh, it was soft wood. It was pithy stuff that wouldn't have burned real hot. And we did have, uh, and, and I'm burning that stuff up a lot of it for Jamie to get it out of the way. Um, I, I wanted to go grab some of the, the better uh, red Oak that he had over there to run through this next cold snap. And, but it wasn't a necessity. Like if I had got out on the road and it was bad, um, that I felt like it was dangerous or I was going to dump the truck in the ditch or something. I could have turned around and come back. Uh, we have plenty of propane. We have electric heat. We have a generator. I mean, we're, we're set, but I would really, um, I really wanted to get some uh, I, I've been really enjoying the wood heat. So I was I was willing to go out and see see what the roads were like. We hadn't left like we didn't have to leave uh, since Sunday. And then it was Thursday and I was like, oh, I'll go get more wood ran out there. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. A lot of the roads were semi covered. Uh, some were completely cleared and it was above freezing. So that was good. Uh, but it was raining and the temperature was supposed to drop. Corey took the dogs out this morning and said the roads are absolute shit show uh, that even the spots that were down to the pavement now are covered in a layer of ice. <laughs> Gingerbread says it wasn't a necessity, Brian. I can make it work with softwood. Yes, yes. Um, so so it wasn't horrible, but we we're four days after the snow. God, I'd hope, I'd hope that, uh, that you could get it down to the pavement in four days. Like I'm understanding. So I'm saying, why don't you have snow plows? I'm not saying Minnesota, like Minnesota snowplow level where you get four inches of snow and it's being plowed before it's done snowing. I'm talking four days later. And there's plenty of roads around here, and I'm not talking. I'm guessing probably 40% of the roads here haven't been touched by anything. Uh, main thoroughfares, main uh, emergency routes, maybe. I don't even know if that's if that's a thing here, but um, yeah, there's there's uh, there's very little of anything. I haven't seen a snowplow. I haven't seen a, a sanding truck uh and uh, it sounds like the the gentleman the the private citizen that maintained the road out by Jamies uh, was just using an underbelly grader on a tractor that he has and i think i i don't know how hard is it to grab some underbellies for maintaining dirt roads it's not just for it's not just for snow anymore guys you can maintain dirt roads with underbelly grader that it works great that's what they did in minnesota all year by my house all the dirt roads got maintained by a grader guess what they did in the winter they raised the blade a little bit and just pushed the snow off too um <laughs> uh, This is this is the thing. Chris Dixon says I plow I plowed a mile of road to the shop a few times last winter and received a cease and desist order from the county. Yeah, that is that's what happens. That's what happens. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Try uh try pulling somebody out and having a cop stop while you're pulling them out. And if you don't have a tower's license or uh, the proper insurance, helping somebody out, pulling them out of the ditch. Yeah, you're 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 fucked. backwards says you're in the south there's no tractors i just don't think that they i don't i just they don't do it man they just don't clear the roads i don't know i don't know i don't know anyway anyway let's move on let's move on what else is on the list here <laughs> uh made that trip out to get wood i got a i got a big old pile we have plenty of nice uh red oak to burn through the the two next two days uh today it's not supposed to be horrible saturday sunday i think are the days it's supposed to get cold overnight uh and then stay chilly for the next two days i don't think we come above freezing until monday and then it's just all rain uh so i think we'll we're gonna survive we're gonna surprise the surprise sup, sup- survive this cold uh, and snow and uh, snowmageddon. I think they call it snowmageddon. I saw it referred to on uh, one of the Tennessee news channels was snowmageddon. And I'm chuckling as I'm looking at Buffalo was was predicted to get 36 inches of snow in one shot. And they were calling eight inches of snow and some chilly temperatures snowmageddon. (laughs) But they're not set up to handle it, Brian. <laughs> Why not? Big <laughs> OP says Seattle Somalis do not know how to drive in the snow. Uh Minnesota Somalis didn't know how to drive in the snow either. Right. <laughs> I I think you could drop off the, the the descriptive term at the beginning of that. They don't have much snow in Somalia. I can never figure out. Why they picked people from Somalia, picked them up and dropped them in Minnesota, going from one of the hottest climates on the on the earth to one of the coldest. MSU said, I saw some plows on I-65 yesterday. Only place I've seen cleared other than state highways was an exclusive. Backwood says, everybody panic. It's going to be mildly uncomfortable this week. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway, anyway, let's go on to something more positive. I, uh, I, I've been contemplating some things that I wanted to learn in 2024. Uh, I'm all in on this Amazon Influencer program. I'm doing that. I'm, that's going well. That's going well. Uh, I'm, I'm getting ready probably today to, to get, um, week two update recorded and I'm well into week three. So I'm liking to see what I got going on. Um, it's, it's going well. Uh, I got a lot to learn there. So that's, that's something I'm, I'm getting better at. Uh, but I've been going back and forth with some people about getting some consulting done. I me- uh, mentioned it yesterday. Somebody's looking for information on how to set up um, and run their own node, uh, run their own Bitcoin node, run their own Lightning node, some self custody stuff. And it's just not stuff in my wheelhouse yet. And it needs to be. It needs to be. It's not uh, rocket science. Uh, from what i what I can gather. I did a a, a quick cursory search yesterday. It's something I've been interested in uh, and pursuing. I think it was cost barrier. i was I was interested in getting the start nine uh, server. Uh, it was a, a cost barrier and b a power and internet usage problem. Uh, when we were on the limited data usage was when I had started looking into it. And if I was gonna run my own server, it was going to be just too much of a draw. Like it just was too much, it was too much. Um, but now that we have Starlink, now that we, um, that I understand the power consumption is very minimal for what I wanna do. I want to teach myself how to build uh, a nice little Raspberry uh, operating system, Umbral operating system on, uh, on a little Raspberry and uh and put up a bitcoin node and put up a lightning node and and teach myself how to do this stuff um (laughs) chris Dixon says i promise to get better at using affiliate links i've failed miserably it is what it is man i appreciate i appreciate anybody that takes the time to click it is what it is it is what it is um amazon influencers is is by far and large, a better program than their, um, initial affiliate program. Um, so, so I've decided that that's what I want to pursue. So I was going to pursue, there are two things that I've wanted to teach myself. I wanted to teach myself about mining and i wanted to teach myself about self-custody, running a node, uh, running a lightning node now, uh, and, and that, and running a personal server. Uh, becoming more sovereign becoming more private learning about security and things to that nature so I I was going back and forth between um, learning the mining and learning the node setup and I I happened upon a really cool article. Um, it uh, it says you know everybody that's building um uh, little servers and things like that it, it's always trying to go the cheapest route. Uh, it is pretty cheap. I was looking at the components. But these guys said, hey, and then it looks like shit. Uh, you got wires hanging everywhere, this, this and the this. He goes for an extra, you know, 10% cost. Here's a build list. Here's the instructions. Um, you get a nice little you get a nice little enclosed uh, server that uh, it all fits together under $300. So I put together a list guys. I'll put the, I'll put the notes. Uh, or I'll put the link in the, in the s- description. If you guys want to check it out, it, um, where is it here? You can, um, there it is. You can look at the build I'm going to be doing the equipment I'm going to be using. There's been some questions. I didn't come up with the list. I, I did some searching. I, I read a few different articles. This seems like super easy plug and play. Um, james says if you could only 3d print a pie case yeah this it it, it just goes with it and it's under 300 bucks um dixon says that hoppy doesn't get cheaper i know i know but it's the knowledge i want to be able to talk intelligently about it um and so that's on the list that's on the save list you guys could check that uh that list out like i said it's like under 300 bucks maybe uh touch over 300 with um with tax and things but it's going to be content fodder it's going to be an education it's going to be a personal education it's going to be um helping me get more sovereign and secure with my data uh with my uh bitcoin with things like that it's also going to be a professional uh, enrichment to where i can now offer uh i'll be able to hopefully soon after i learn and really dive in and understand the concept help people do that themselves it's just an all-around, um, it's all-around beneficial to do. I think. Uh, got a birthday coming up soon. I, I usually get some cash. I'm trying to figure out what I uh, what I'm what I'm going to allocate that to, and it might be this project. I don't know. Uh, it might come out of uh, it might come out of some affiliate earnings and make content out of it, since you can get the whole build on Amazon. Uh, it would be an easy thing to, to make some content over. I don't know. I don't know. We will see, but that's this year. That's a goal this year. It'll happen sooner or later. I'm sure, uh, I'll be able to save that up. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but that, that's the goal. That's the goal. And I think being able to be constantly learning is, is a good thing. Um, they, uh, I was talking to somebody in the group. I was talking to Sean in the group yesterday about that. Um, hey, Rewilder Life, have a good morning. <laughs> oh, <wait. laughs> morning dishes complete. You're welcome. I, I, I'm I'm happy. Uh, I'm happy that you uh, that you got your dishes done while listening to the show. Backwood says you need to talk to me about what? What do you need to talk to me about? What do you need to talk to me about? You need a website. Like Chris says, you need a website first. You need the help doing that. I can help you do that for sure. But I was talking to Sean, uh, in the group yesterday about the Raspberry stuff. He's, he's pretty, uh, techie. He's into electronics, stuff like that. Uh, he was showing, so uh, asking some questions about why I, uh, why I was buying different things on the list. And as a basic knowledge as I had from reading the articles I did, um, I was, I was telling him, uh, why that stuff was, um why that was on the list and i said i had made an offhand comment you know this is this is uh this is a rabbit hole i'm going to be diving down and it's going to be a lot to learn and i uh but i said you know i'm sure if i think about it a lot of this knowledge i already have from other places <laughs> and so i was thinking i was sitting there last night waiting to uh, to stoke the fire before bed some quiet time there between the time Corey went to bed and the time I, uh, I I fill the firebox and go to bed myself, and I got thinking for about you know maybe three minutes, and I realized I had I've set up dozens, dozens of servers already, dozens. Part of my job when I was a, a gas station tech was setting up the servers that play, that receive uh, store and distribute and play all the advertisements on the gas pumps. So those awesome advertisements. Yeah, that was my fault. Uh, I was, I routinely shut them off, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was, that was part of my job. I, uh, I, I, I realized that that gas station job really got me a lot of background knowledge and networking um, in networking and setting up servers in communications in, um, IP, I, IP, addressing, uh, com- and yeah, all sorts of stuff on the, on the networking side. Uh, and I think this, uh, I think setting this thing up will probably be pretty second nature to me. It'll be different. It's, uh, it'll be like, um, trying to learn, uh, Portuguese after, you know, Spanish. I think it's going to be a little different terminology. I think it's going to be a little different um, functionality, but the the concepts are going to be the same. <laughs> Pip says gas station TV and he rolls his eyes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cheddar news. You got it, Jim. You got it. Any Gilbarco pump. Uh, here's the, here's your, here's your tip of the day. Your gas station tip of the day. Corey wanted to kiss me when I told her this shit. Um, if they don't have a sticker on your gas pump that you're using, first of all, it has to be a Gilbarco. I can't really tell you. Um, Not the ones that are short and squatty and wide at the bottom, but they're more boxy shaped, like more rectangular. Uh, and they have the three, the, the four buttons down the side of the screen. Uh, if you if the thing comes on and it's blasting so loud because the tech was a dick face and he didn't move the jumper to make it to medium or low volume. And it's just blasting your ears out on the right side of the screen. If you press the button, the second one down, that's the mute button. So as soon as the shit starts playing and a lot of gas stations will actually put mute button there or a little sticker there pointing to it. But give it a try next time. And if it's another dispenser, if it's a if it's a Wayne dispenser or a Bennett, it's not going to matter. If you press that button, it's not going to change anything. So if that shit starts playing, and you don't want to listen to the damn shit they're saying. Go to the right side of the screen, the second button down. Pop, hit that thing. It will uh, it will mute the the TV playing. There, you don't have to listen to this shit anymore. It's all it's all crap anyway. You can find it all online if you if you really missed it. But yeah, there's your mute button. Um, use it at will. Use it at will. Uh, there are also some other gas station tricks. I should uh, I should make a list and, and bring them to you guys. Just uh, insider shit that... Um... <laughs> Jim says, but I like Maria Menounos. <laughs> Why do you know her name? <laughs> this is a Tech Minute. No, the rewind from this week's NFL action, dude. When you work at those places, the worst. And so I've mentioned it as a as a hospitality employee, uh, as a bartender behind the bar, and you hear the you hear the tracks uh, for like Christmas time and all that, and basically you can tell the time by what what um, what song is playing. Can you imagine working at a gas station all day, the same gas station? So, like, there was times that I would go out and I had to, like, calibrate. MSU Rifle says, what's the free gas button? <laughs> <laughs> um, You got to open it up and use the keypad and put it in offline mode. I might have a key if you need one. Anyway, can you imagine I had to go to gas stations and like calibrate all the pumps. And when I was new, I didn't realize I could tell them to go fuck themselves and make sure that they, they gave me help that, that calibrating four grades of fuel on 24 fueling positions was an unreasonable thing to ask one person to do by hand with a five gallon can. Um, That was, uh, that was not, that was not acceptable. But they don't tell you that until one of your coworkers like, why aren't you asking for help? Why aren't you asking for help? And so that happened. But anyway, you spend a significant amount of time at the same gas station. I thought it was bad when I was a bartender and you could hear the music playing uh, the, the constantly round and round in circles. At a gas station, every time someone lifts a pump, the same thing plays. It's not a new recording. So you see it once. You maybe see somebody else start it. It's one set of commercials that plays every single time, and it changes every couple days or every day or every eight hours or every four hours, depending on what what the gas station sets it up as. But as you would work, every single person that went into that gas station and lift the handle, you heard the same thing. Over and over and over, it was one of the most horrific experiences. I ended up having just put earbuds in and uh, and run around the place. It, it was, it was, it was infuriating. If you think those commercials piss you off, try listening to them 700 times in a day, <laughs> constantly restarting and playing over each other. Life of gas tech, don't do it, don't, don't do it. If you do want to get into something very lucrative in the fuel business, though, get into uh, get into testing and certification. Uh, state state testing equipment's cheap, insurance is kind of spendy, but uh, man, once you lock up your client base, they need the testing every year, every every month, every year, and every every three years in Minnesota, and I think it's very similar in most states because that's EPA, uh, if not that more stringent like California's restrictions are more than, uh, than the general EPA. So, um, last thing on the list I had here today was, uh, what's up for the weekend. And it's going to be a lot of, uh, hanging out here in the, in the camper with, um, it, it, in the camper with Corey, stay warm. It's going to be chilly. It's going to be chilly. Uh, not as chilly as they got before, so I'm not worried. Uh, I know that we're we'll be able to handle it. Once we come out the other side, i gotta I gotta get everything back up and running, the water, things like that. Thanks, James, for the awesome brainstorming. Uh, thanks, James for the awesome brainstorming session last night on the the passive. I think it would end up being passive um, fresh water heater idea using the wood stove. I think I uh I think I have a picture of what something that would really work, especially if especially if uh we park this somewhere and it's not gonna be mobile. That would be really fun. Uh Ginger says always fun when they test all the racks and the and all the trucks get to wait. Oh hmm. I'm sure those boys that are testing the racks really want to be there doing it. Yeah. Like when you're, uh, when you're, when you're, when uh, you're fixing drop tubes and they can't drop fuel and they sit there and stand and stare at you, and you're like, dude, if you're really in that much of a hurry, fucking help me pull this damn thing out. <laughs> Drivers and technicians never got along. Rarely, I can't say that. Rarely we did. Anyway, we're gonna to try to stay warm over the weekend. We're gonna get some video. I'm gonna get some video content out. We're gonna into. Uh, we're gonna ride out this last of the cold snap and get into next week. And we'll uh, we'll be riding through all the wet and rain. And it's supposed to rain for like the next seven days, starting Monday. So hope we uh, maybe we'll have to build an arc. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, guys, it's Friday. It's Friday. It is. Uh, it's time to get out, get your Friday done, and roll into the weekend. Um, their rack and plays are not in a hurry yeah never are never are paid by the hour man paid by the hour um other than that i'm glad you all hung out if you uh if you appreciate i really appreciate you listening if you enjoyed the show it's always free to hit that like share and subscribe To return value for value, please consider joining one of the YouTube membership tiers using those affiliate links or listening on any value for value platform like Padverse, Wave Lake, or Fountain.fm. You can visit thelotsproject.com to find more information and find all my links. Actually, that is something I got on the list this weekend is to get, uh, get the partner companies and discount codes and recommended products all updated. I started that yesterday and just ran out of steam. Should be done. Should needs to be done and hopefully done over the weekend, guys. I appreciate you listening. Have an awesome Friday. Stay safe out there. Uh, Think about your preps. Think about how weak and fragile the systems around you are. And we'll talk to you again on Monday.